What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Hey guys, this next segment is brought to you by the Blackhawk Group. Blackhawk Group offers an unparalleled customer support service combined with top-level classroom installations and equipment servicing. They have years' worth of experience in this field, experience that is unmatched by competitors anywhere. Learn more about Blackhawk Group at www.blackhawkgroupllc.net. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Empire State Conserve Network podcast. I'm Pete. That's Evan over there on my left. And on today's show, we're going to be discussing how House Democrats want reimbursement for feminine hygiene products. Yes, you heard that right. How leftist celebrities like Amy Poehler, Amy Schumer, and Chris Evans are virtue signaling to the chagrin of even most moderate Democrats. And how Joe Biden recently said how white men's culture needs to change. And that's a direct quote from him. Before we get into any of that, first off, if you're new to the show, Welcome. The Empire State Conservative Network podcast is for New York-based conservatives who are sick and tired of how the state is being run. They're also sick and tired of being ostracized by friends, family, and coworkers for thinking differently than they, do, than they do Excuse me about politics and life in general. And we're on a mission here to rile up the conservative base in New York State so that in 2020 and going forward, we can begin to undo a lot of the damage that was done during the 2018 midterms where Andrew Cuomo got elected to his third term and the state Senate for the first time in a long, long time went entirely blue. And we've seen some reprehensible pieces of legislation since then with the DREAM Act, Reproductive Health Act, Act, Safe Act 2, and the red flag gun laws, just to name a few. So Evan, we're going to start off with uh, House Democrats. And this is an article from the New York Post by Nikki Schwab. So I'm going to read it. And then I would love for you to open up a can of pass on this. House Democrats ask about providing feminine hygiene products in offices. So three Democratic lawmakers have asked House administrators to clarify whether government funds can be used to buy feminine hygiene products for their offices. Representative Sean Patrick Maloney, of course, a Democrat from New York, Grace Meng, another Democrat from New York, and Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the disgraced Democrat from Florida who was once the head of the DNC, wrote a letter to House Administration Committee Kyer Zoe Lofgren, a Democrat from California, <laughs> asking whether their office alley- Yes, asking whether their office allocations can cover tampons and other feminine hygiene products. Under the past Republican Congress, the policy was unclear. Back in June, Maloney said he spent $37.16 to buy the products for his office, only to be told he couldn't seek reimbursement from his government account. Maloney's announcement created confusion. A spokeswoman for then-Republican-led House Administration Committee, committee, which decides these things, told the Post at the time that it provided no such guidance to Maloney and asked him to retract his claims that it did. Maloney's office later said it was the House Office's of finance that labeled the feminine hygiene products a, quote, impermissible purchase. But on Monday, Maloney was back to placing blame on the former administration committee chair, Representative Greg Harper, a Republican from Mississippi, who retired earlier this year. He said, and I quote, the whole ordeal was ridiculous. The old committee chair told us we couldn't use the government account for tampons, then walked it back. But to this day, I don't know what the official policy is. We just need some clarification. And Chairperson Lofgren is the best person to provide it. Evan, what in the actual hell is going on in Washington? Seriously, first of all, this whole thing is brought up over $37 and what, 14 cents? 16. But yeah, who's counting? I'm sorry, 16 cents. $37.16. This guy makes over $150,000 a year. He wants reimbursement for $37? I think that's more important than the fact that (laughs) <laughs> Whatever the product was, it could have been, it could have been dinner, 
the fact that it was $37 that this guy is seeking reimbursement is, first of all, ludicrous. But this whole thing that the left is trying to push now, where we're the, the champion of women's rights by we have to give women free things and freedom, free things equals freedom. It's the exact opposite. They're not because nothing is free. It ha- the money has to come from somebody's pocket. So whether the money is coming from my pocket or your pocket or any woman who's watching this podcast, the money is coming from the taxpayers. So all this stuff where, and there was an article in the New York Times also about um, global advocates for recognitions of a woman's right to manage her period with dignity. And in the what? United States, activists, first of all, in the, in, I understand like third world countries, okay. Okay, that's a different issue. If you're in a hut in Africa, it's a little bit different. You don't have the same access that we do here in America. In America, I can go down to Stop and Shop, free plug for Stop and Shop, and buy my girlfriend tampons if she needs them or whatever she needs. I can just go buy them or she can buy them. There is perfectly good access to it. Mm-hmm. Making something free does not make it equal access. It means that the people are now footing the bill for something that they shouldn't have to foot the bill for. I am all for women having access to tampons or pads or whatever it is. But menstrual equality, apparently, which refers to equal access to hygiene products, but also to education about reproductive health. Again, reproductive health, they keep using these terms, which, they have, which have only become popular in the last two years. Because they want to make it seem like it's this huge issue that women in America don't have access to tampons because they have to go buy them. Because a box of tampons, which is about maybe $8 at the store for like a lot of tampons. All right. I bought tampons. I'm very, very much a modern man. I go and buy tampons for my girlfriend. All right. Fuck she, yeah. All right. I am not ashamed. It lets everybody know, hey, I ain't single. I'm getting some. All right. Or you're a transgender. Peter, come on. Go uh, on. Uh, let's you be have real. too much facial hair to be a transgender. Look at these shoulders. Come on. No, not possible. All right. I don't play those games. I wear the sweatshirt everywhere. Yeah. All right. Um, but, you know, no offense to our conservative transgender people, who some of whom I've been talking to recently, but I personally, not transgender. Okay. And if you can't laugh at it, oh, well, tune us out. Okay. But making something free is not, is not freedom. Because someone else is paying for it. The government doesn't make its own money. It takes our money. Okay? So they've coined this term reproductive health to make it seem like, oh, my God, we have, the government must provide tampons for everyone. And it's the same thing with the government must provide abortion because it's a part of reproductive health. It's not. And tampons are not a part of reproductive health that should be covered by the government if reproductive health, if you even want to call that a thing. If you need something, that if you need something, go and buy it. That's the way that this country was designed. This is the way that capitalism works. If you need something, go and get it. I wanted, I've said this a million times, I wanted a firearm. What did I do? I went out and bought one. Okay? You need tampons, you need condoms, you need milk, you need fruit. Go out and buy it. Oh, I don't have, I don't have enough money for it. Okay, well, stop buying PS4s and stop getting sleeve tattoos. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. This is what happens. And I see it in my school all the time because you see these parents show up and they have these amazingly intricate tattoos and these expensive clothes and expensive sneakers. And then they go, oh, yeah, well, uh, do you have that form for free eyeglasses? Like, what? 
all these kids have three tablets, a PS4, and an Xbox One. Like, I don't have these things. I'm still playing PS3 over here, right? Because I spend my money on things that I need. So there's a big difference in this country between things that should be free or things that people want to be free and freedom. And that's the big problem is that people on the left look at freedom as things being given to you. That's not what freedom is. Freedom is being able to make your own choices on how you live your life. And this is just the most, this is absolutely absurd that they are trying to now funnel tampons into reproductive health, which is, again, a leftist term, which they just coined. I don't even know what that means. Along with abortion. I don't know what that means. it's free. What does reproductive health mean? It doesn't mean anything. If you don't have an STD, like... I feel like that's the only time that that can be applicable is you're having sex in order to prevent STDs. So maybe condoms are included in there and other forms of contraception. But even then, it still shouldn't be free. If right. I want to have sex and I need condoms, I go, condoms are not expensive, people. And the pullout method is free <laughs> if you're good at it. Well, okay. you got all that and you have, to, you have to make sure she's not ovulating. Okay, but the point is that you are choosing Okay, to have sex. Okay, if you are choosing to have unprotected sex, then you are choosing the risk that you might become pregnant. If I understand, listen, I understand women don't choose to have periods. All right, before people start getting freaking out of me, I know periods are not a choice for women. Okay, but the point is, if you're choosing to use tampons or choosing to use a pad or whatever you choose to use, because obviously I support, you know, women should be able to have access to these things. But guess what? They already have access to them. They are available in every single supermarket and drugstore in the country, okay? This is not – you can buy them on Amazon in bulk. Let's not act like this is like – we're not living in the middle of Ghana or the, you know, middle of the African desert or in, you know, Pakistan or Afghanistan or Iraq where women don't have rights. This is – we are a modern country. We are the freest, most wealthiest country in the history of the world, undeniably. Women have access to these things. Making them free does not make everything okay. You can go buy these things. The government give, providing all this stuff for you doesn't make it free because guess what's going to end up happening? You start with this and it progresses along the line. And it's, you know what? You know, the government's going to provide you with groceries. Don't worry about it. We'll provide everyone with groceries. Oh, you have a family of four? You guys get one pound of chicken a month. There you go. Make it work. That, that, that's, what, that's what the end game is. They want the government to control everything. And they, what they do is they start with these little things and they've done it with the Second Amendment. Oh, we took away automatics. Oh, we took away extended magazines. Now we're taking away bump stocks. And then they're coming for semi-automatics. Yep. That's how they do it. Because you can't come for everything at once. They realize that. They've learned from the past. They've learned from Soviet Russia, communist, you know, communist Russia, you know, uh, social Nazi Germany. They've learned from the mistakes. You got to take people's rights a little bit at a time, but what we have to do is stand up and fight this. So this is absolutely absurd. And they hide behind that term reproductive health, which doesn't mean anything. And it sounds really nice. It does. It sounds really good. The Democrats should all go into marketing. They are excellent at marketing. Yeah, they're the best. They make everything sound so good. Reproductive health, you know, free healthcare, all this stuff, but it's not realistic it's not uh, applicable to the real world and i'm sorry tampons condoms men's health women's health listen these little products here they should it should not be free if you if health insurance companies want to provide stuff like this for their constituents fine 
Same thing with abortion. I said this at the beginning. Listen, if you want to provide first-term abortion through your insurance company, that's none of my business. Insurance companies are private company. Government should not be funding it. And listen, other people can believe different things. You can believe that abortion should not should be zero. That's fine. But my thing is that the government should not be funding these things. 100% non-negotiable. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and, and you're right. I mean, you made a couple of points. So much earlier, you talked about how these people are making $150,000 to $200,000 a year, depending on how long they've been in Congress. And they can't afford $36 a month and change in tampons. For their tell, their, tell your female staffers to buy tampons. This is not even his responsibility. Right. He's doing a nice thing, but then is asking the taxpayers to foot the bill. Of course, so that is their a nice thing. gesture and makes it into this this petty, stupid, small little thing. Like, come on, yep. I'll send him thirty five bucks if he really wants it. No, don't send him shit. He doesn't. He, a, <laughs> he doesn't need your money. He's making a hell of a lot more than you are. And B, on top of that, too. I mean. My girlfriend works for um, the state in a capacity. I'm not going to reveal what she does or anything like that. But she gets her own tampons, or I get her tampons. She doesn't expect her school to reimburse her. In fact, her school doesn't reimburse her for school supplies and things, things that she actually needs when she teaches. Like, it's stupid. I, and I'm, I'm in 100% agreement. With the salaries these people make, they can afford to spend you know, a few dozen dollars a month on tampons for themselves and they don't like you said it's like eight dollars a box and usually that lasts them for the month so eight dollars a month times 12 is 96 dollars you're not even spending a hundred dollars for the year on a hundred fifty thousand dollar a year salary are you joking and, and you if you get a welfare check you have the money to go buy it so don't yeah. tell me you don't i've seen this people abuse the welfare system all the time it's nonsense don't tell me these people are living paycheck to paycheck because all these people have these little part-time jobs or cash payment jobs and then they get a check from the state i see it all the time no one can tell me any difference i'm sorry it's it's garbage yeah it's it's, garbage. it's absolutely stupid and, and you made another point earlier which i want to reiterate because i think it's important for people on both sides to hear because there are people on the right too or who are conservative who cry foul and like, oh, I don't make enough money. I can barely support myself, blah, 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 blah. And then you're right. You look at what they have in their households. You look at the clothes they wear, the jewelry they wear, the cars they drive. And it's all expensive crap. Where if they were more practical and they actually budgeted and allocated their resources towards things they needed versus things they wanted or things that would show a status in some capacity, then a lot of people would be in much better financial situations, even if they're not making what they want to make, even if they're not as comfortable as they like to be financially. So I'm in hundred percent agreement. And this is the main issue with the democratic party is that they want to do quote unquote, in their words, what's right for everybody, but they want to do it on your dime on the taxpayer dime. And that I cannot abide by. I'm in hundred percent agreement. If you need tampons, condoms, anything, you should provide it for yourself, especially when you're making as much money as these people are making. It's absolutely ridiculous. Now, 100%. Yeah. So moving on. So New York City, obviously, I think I mentioned this on a, on a solo show I did a few weeks back. And the New York City is looking to raise the minimum wage for food workers. And food workers don't want it because, A, you know, half of them are illegal. So they're being paid under the table in cash and they're being paid less than the minimum wage. So if this is enforced, because obviously the city and the state are racing to try and reaccumulate some of the tax revenue that they lost. Remember, they are $2.3 billion in the hole from what they projected. 
And they're trying to find new ways. And we talked about congestion pricing, internet sales taxes, possible marijuana tax, when and if that's legalized in the coming year. And another way they can do it is by having a higher minimum wage, having more employees on the books. The problem is people who know about basic economics know that the more, the higher you raise the minimum wage and the more you enforce it, a, the fewer people who are going to be in jobs because only the most essential people will stay on at that rate and be in, a, in an industry like the food industry where waiters and waitresses, they live off of tips. They make $5 an hour on the books or off the books. But yeah, about. Yeah, and, and the vast majority of their earnings, you can make a living if you work at a high-end enough restaurant or even at a diner or somewhere like that because you have enough customers coming in regularly and you can accumulate tips. But anyway, in New York City, Amy Schumer and Amy Poehler, obviously not the types of women you want on your side for physical or other reasons, uh, really want to help New York City waitresses, but New York City waitresses wish they just butt out. And this is according to Emily Zanotti from The Daily Wire. So I'm going to read a little bit about this, and then Evan and I will discuss. So Amy Schumer, Amy Poehler, and a host of other progressive activists just really want to help New York City waitresses earn minimum wage, and they're willing to stick their neck out to do it. There's just one problem. The waitresses really don't want their help. The New York Times, a former newspaper, reports that for more than a year, Schumer, Poehler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Michelle Williams, and others have been petitioning the New York State government to end the minimum wage exceptions for food service workers, arguing that if waitresses didn't have to rely so much on tips, they would be better able to defend themselves against sexual harassment. I can't even read on. Please. <laughs> like, really? More? All right, so Amy Poehler forgot that she's not actually Leslie Note from Parks and Recreation. This is the problem. She forgot she's not a politician. She, played, she spent too much time on set. First of all, they tried this nonsense before. It's literally the, the reason why they don't want this is because it would raise all the taxes that they're paying. They, a few years ago, they tried to start taxing tips. So that's why most places you go, if you, if you tip in cash, that stuff won't get taxed if it goes right to the waitress. If you tip on the card, it ends up being taxed. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they want to raise their minimum, the minimum wage would actually most likely, well, it will, lead to an increase in the price of the food mm -hmm. and then it will decrease the amount that people are tipping because I'm sorry if I'm going to a place and I was playing paying $20 for a meal and all of a sudden it's 25 30 bucks guess how much I'm tipping not, not a less. lot yep. not a lot maybe not at all because if maybe I you don't even go out to eat at that point well and yeah exactly and the other reason is I tip the way I tip because I know how much they rely on the tips Okay. Everyone knows that waitresses and waiters and busboys and bartenders, they rely on tips. They, you can make really good money. And you really can. I know people who have worked as bartenders over the summers at really hot places and made like $200, $250 a night. Even sometimes even more, especially if you're like top person or you're really busting. Like this guy who I know made 250 bucks a night. He was just, he was a server. He wasn't even the waiter or the bartender. He was a server, made 250 bucks a night. Okay. They make really good money in tips. This is non-debatable. This is first, again, firsthand account. So by raising their, their wage, you're going to decrease their tips and increase the amount of taxes that they are paying. This is why they don't want it. This is more BS virtue signaling from the left 
telling other people how they should want to live and the people coming in and going, we don't need your help. We don't want your help. Right. Please stay away. Amy Schumer is bad enough. She looks like a giant potato. Her cousin is a giant piece of garbage. And Amy Poehler is not Leslie Nope. So get it. Like, they don't even want your help. They don't. And they don't understand. The, this is the same thing. It's leftists not understanding the consequences of your actions. It sounds great. Let's pay waiters and waitresses $15 an hour. Because then, guess what? If you work a 10-hour shift, you're making an extra uh, $100 a night. Guess what? You're not. Because one, they're going to cut your shifts down. Two, your tips are going to go down. You're going to pay more in taxes. You're going to come home with less money. Waitressing and bartending is the number one job for single mothers without a college education in this country. It has been this way for probably 50 years. At least, yeah. If you've seen Reservoir Dogs, they they explain this perfectly. It is the number one job for women without a higher education to get where they can support a family. By increasing their hourly wage, you will destroy the food service industry. 100%, it will be gone. No, you're in 100% agreement. And the only other part of this article that I want to mention is that waitresses in New York actually lobbied the governor's office and sent a letter directly to the celebrities saying, and I quote, thank you for your concern, but we don't need your help and we're not asking to be saved. And this is a, <laughs> and this is a huge thing on the left that they're all trying to do. Is they think, and they've, they all come from privileged spots. Amy Schumer, by the way, obviously a descendant of Chuck Schumer, who we all know how awful that is. And she's completely backwards with their politics. And there's this, I, we've talked about this before. There's this guilt of them succeeding. And they think that because they have money and they have resources and they have fame, that them going out there in the public and going out to the media and saying, this needs to be done. We need to better represent the underprivileged. It doesn't work that way because they don't know dick about economics. If they knew anything about economics, they wouldn't be living in California or New York. I know they make exorbitant sums of money, and even despite the taxation, they still live very well. But if they knew anything about it, that's, uh, for example, why Bryce Harper didn't sign in with the Washington Nationals or didn't sign with the New York Yankees if the Yankees offered him anything or in certain other states. He signed with the San Francisco Giants. Right. Because the Giants gave him the best offer. But the problem is, if you did the taxes on what he would be paying over the years compared to what he'd be paying in Pennsylvania, which is eh, it's kind of in the middle um, nationwide in terms of taxes. It's still, still better than California and New York. Way better. It's better than here. So, well, so We're in New York, so. Right. Well, we're in the worst <laughs> place to be yeah. in the United States in the foreign taxation. We're the most tax-burdened state in the nation. And and they're, they're 100% correct, the waitresses. They don't need help. That industry, bartending, working in a restaurant or a bar, period. It's a cash business. That's how they make their living. That's why they make a very small salary. So at least if it's a very slow night, they're compensated somewhat for their troubles. They're not walking away with nothing. But if they have a decent night or a hot night, like you said, like you know with people, and I know people too, and I've even considered sometimes when things have been slow on my end financially, Learning you could easily make $500 a night as a waiter or a bartender. Sure. Easily. If you are a waitress at a hot restaurant, I know they split the tips, but let's say you have five, ta- five tables and you're going to have more. So let's say five tables, right? And each table le- has five people, okay? And each table ends up leaving you a $15 tip. Let's say you have to split it with three people, okay? You help those people for maybe half an hour to 45 minutes, 
So you're getting $5. That's 25 bucks that you just got from just those tables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and you do that for, a, for an eight to 12 hour shift. Exactly. You right. can be making, it's, it, and, that, and that's the low end. That is mm-hmm. seriously the low end of money coming in in tips. So I just use that as an easy math example. But it's, it's nuts. These people don't get it. And, and the reason why the hourly wage is so low, one, because of the tips. And two, if no one's coming into the restaurant, you're not doing anything. Yep. Why should you be paid $15 an hour to sit there and do nothing? Right. 100%. Yeah. And then there was another thing you wanted to mention too, when we were talking pre-show about Chris Evans now. So Captain America in the Marvel movies. Hashtag he wants to dis- my Captain America. <laughs> he wants to disassociate himself from Tom Brady because he supported Trump during the 2016 election. I mean, again, and this is the theme with this, this segment in particular is that the leftist celebrities are grandstanding so big. They think that they can save the country and they can save the world by going against someone who they consider Hitler. Meanwhile, this whole, the whole Mueller thing reeks of corruption. That's all it was. It was because they were butthurt. I mean, it started before he got elected, but they were butthurt that he won. That's why it prolonged as long as it did. And despite their hardest try because again it took over two years to deliver the report they found nothing because there was nothing exactly there's nothing so i mean i I don't even know what to say about this leftist grandstanding i feel like eventually only conservative celebrities like a chris pratt for example will really rise to the top because people like him people like his morals and his values and how he stands up for what is right in this country. And then people like Chris Evans, people like Amy Schumer, whose last few comedy specials have tanked on Netflix. In fact, that had to change the rating system because one of them tanks so hard. And, and she blames it on, well, it's a lot of conservatives just trolling me. That's bull. If no, you she's not it, funny. She is not funny. funny. She never has been how funny. How many vagina and sex jokes can you make? Appar- a lot, apparently, but none of them are good. None of them are good? But the, this biggest problem that I have with the Chris Evans thing, and he did this, and I read the article, he did this because he wants to start his own political website. First of all, you are an actor, okay? You're an actor. You've been in some really good movies. I actually like him a lot as an actor. I think he's a yeah, really he's a good, good actor. actor. Really great movies. I did not need to know what your political affiliation was. What I want you to do is go out there, make Avengers Endgame, and then you can go away. Honestly, yep. I don't need you after that. And I'm still going to go see Avengers. Well, I'm not going to go see Avengers. I'm going to wait till it, I can get it on Plex, and then I'm going to watch it um, on Plex. But I'm not, I'm not putting money towards these people who come out you know, and start bashing. First of all, as much as I hate Tom Brady, I don't hate him. No one should be hating a football player because of his politics. Yeah, I seriously. I can't say in LeBron James's political grandstanding, but I don't dislike him because of his politics. I dislike him because he's a little crybaby who had to be carried off the court because the air conditioning wasn't working. No one else had to be carried off the court that night. All right. Let's not forget that. But it's all, this is what they do by grandstanding. It makes it seem like, Oh my God, this person is so passionate. They must be right. They must have such a strong belief in it. But guess what? It's all nonsense. And they do this all the time. It's same thing with Spartacus where he goes, Oh, I cry of crocodile tears. It's not, it's garbage. It's grandstanding. It's nonsense. This is all they have. They have 
things that they have their marketing ploys, okay? They have their false narratives and they have their grandstanding. They cannot stand on policy. They cannot stand on facts and they do not live in the real world. Not one of these policies, the Green New Deal, they are still saying, oh, well now AOC told us to vote um, present so that, you know, we could say that we want to discuss this more. So you're telling me that a 29-year-old woman who was who never had a real job who didn't have health insurance until this year until she was elected to congress who has no idea about economics even though she has a degree in economics this is the woman who you're taking orders from as a united states senator that's worse that is way worse than actually believing in this because that means you don't believe in it you're just following orders from somebody who has no experience doing anything besides mixing a drink it is garbage the left will change their narrative all the time they still have not gotten over the Mueller report um what's the name that crazy woman from california saying we're not giving up on this uh maxine waters this is all garbage it's trash they're trash I, it's enough i really i've had enough of them it's really like when are they gonna give up just say listen okay he wasn't colluding with russia let's try to win 2020 what are they gonna do exactly. when they don't win 2020 what are they gonna say what are they gonna say they can't use russian collusion again so they're going to have to come up with something else. And they have nothing. That's the they, problem. They don't have any. They have nothing. Their candidate. narrative will be destroyed in 2020 when conservatives get out to the polls and Donald Trump actually wins the popular vote. Then, oh, man. I cannot wait. It is going to happen. I guarantee you it is going to happen right now. I'm saying it right now. Donald Trump will win the popular vote, and we will all be vindicated by standing by him because he is the only person – Right now in Washington, who I've said it last episode, who I trust that he actually has the best interests of this country at heart. I do not agree with him on every policy. I do not agree with him with the Second Amendment issues. But I do believe that he believes and he knows what is best for this country. And he is doing that job. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%. This next segment is brought to you by Items for All Occasions. Items for All Occasions specializes in helping you sync up with what you need for your event's promotional needs. Whether it's announcements, cards, giveaways, invitations, tchotchkes, or video books, they have you covered. Learn more about Items for All Occasions at www.itemsforalloccasions.com. So last thing we want to touch on really quick, because Evan has to go in about five minutes, is Joe Biden. I got to work. I got to pay for those tampons. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, she shouldn't be making you pay for that. But anyway, no, she doesn't. I mean, there's just a joke. This is a Paul Joseph Watson article from InfoWars that I found on this, but it explains everything pretty succinctly. Um, Joe Biden blames, quote, white man's culture, unquote, for violence against women. So the former VP previously celebrated demographic decline of whites. So during a speech on Tuesday, so a couple of days ago, potential presidential candidate Joe Biden blamed, quote, a white man's culture, unquote, for violence towards women. The former VP asserted that Anita Hill, who accused Clarence Thomas of sexual harassment, should not have been forced to face a panel of, quote, a bunch of white guys. Biden went on to suggest that English common law, the foundation of the Western legal system, was anti-women. He said, and I quote this is a longer one, I realize I get a little too passionate about this sometimes, but we all have an obligation to do nothing less than change the culture in this country. Not just the laws, we change laws, change the culture, the culture. You all know what the phrase rule of thumb means, where it's derived from. In English common law, not codification or common law, back in the late 1300s, so many women were dying at the hands of her husbands because they were chattel, just like the cattle or the sheep, that the court of common law decided they had to do something about the extent of the deaths. So you know what they said? No man has a right to chastise his woman with a rod thicker than the circumference of his thumb. This is English jurisprudential 
culture, a white man's culture. That's got to change. It's got it's to change. It's not even true. That's a falsehood. Ben Shapiro actually went in and he said this, this is nowhere in the law back then. This is a lie that people have perpetrated. Have propag- perpetrated? Perpetrated. The perpetrated, propagated. Perpetrated, All right? This is nonsense. Joe Biden is trying to out Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke. This is what he's trying to do. Because it's exactly what Beto is doing. Oh, it's, uh, it's our fault because we're white people. Oh, my God, white people so bad. Sorry, it's not my fault. I was born white. Uh, I'm trying not to be white. I'm trying to help everybody else. It's nonsense. Neither one of them is going to get the nomination. It's all go- they, It's so ridiculous. It and is. these people eat it up. They eat it up, and he's spouting lies, straight lies. Again, false narratives. This is what they push because they can't stand on the truth. They can't stand in reality. They can't stand on policy because the, all their stuff is garbage. They've moved too far to the left. They've lost their sense of reality. They've lost their base because most people who listen to this, who are logical people, are not going to believe this nonsense. This is garbage. Pure garbage. Joe Biden, who's been a failure his entire political career, he's ran for president so many times and lost every time. The only time he got anything was when was when Barack Obama selected him to be his vice president. After he lost in the in the nomination process. Exactly. Yep. And he's he's not even good at hiding his pedophilia, allegedly. Uh, if I was only 14 years old, the places I put my fingers in you. But yeah, just to lay out some of the statistics. So for some of the people like, eh, you know, you know, white men's culture really is at fault. Here's to dispel some fact. According to the CDC, non-Hispanic, black, and American Indian slash Alaska Native women experienced the highest rates of homicide in America from 2003 to 2017, clearly indicating that white men are not overrepresented when it comes to violence against women. Furthermore, a 2014 study of college campus rape statistics by the BJS, what a name, found that 19% were committed by black males, despite them making up only about 6% of the U.S. population. Is it so, inappropriate for me to dance during these stats? I, I didn't see it because I was reading, but no, you can dance. I yeah, mean, no, I feel very vindicated. Watch, but because I said this before without looking at the stats, I already knew that this was a fact. Yeah, it's, it's based bullshit. on life experience, based on you know my short, very short time in law enforcement, but going through the academy, we went over stuff like this. I've researched stuff like this. I knew for a fact, like there, it's white people are not the highest per, uh, propagator of violence against women. They're not. It's all. It's it, again. It's all false narrative. It's oh my god. It's it's so frustrating. The false narrative being pushed by the left is always. Blame white people because if we blame white people, we can gather everyone who's not white and we can write them rise up against the white people and then they'll elect us easily. Yeah, it's like a South Africa situation. Uh, and obviously it's going pretty badly there in terms of that, trying to right the wrongs of history, even though- They're murdering farmers. Yeah, because they're white and they own land. And that Ooh. land belongs to the, to the blacks and the other folks in that area. It's ridiculous. But anyway, I know you got to go. So that we want to touch on that really quickly, though. So, guys, if you like this episode, if you like our mission, again, to rile up the conservative base and vote out these schmucks in 2020 and beyond, please share this with an Empire State conservative or with a liberal who is disenfranchised with how they're going. Because like we pointed out earlier, Amy Poehler, Amy Schumer, Chris Evans, they are really – virtue signaling, and nobody can get behind it. Secondarily, after sharing this, if you want to support us, there's a couple of ways you can do that. We have some great stuff in our new online store. I mentioned this hat the other day. That, don't let fear take your freedom, iPhone case. We're going to have an iPhone case for every size, 
And a Samsung case, for those of you who are Droid users, why you use Droid? Because it's open technology and anyone can hack into it. I don't understand, but that's okay. We got those for you too. We also got that, the Empire State Conservative Network hoodie. That comes with a $50 a year donation, a one-time donation at $50. Gets you this wristband. Don't let fear take your freedom. It gets you that hoodie with your name and number on the back. Size is small to 5XL, so no matter how big or small you are, there's one for you. And we even have these also, these new Empire State Conservative Network long sleeves in our store. So we got a lot of cool stuff in and our, our new store. Trump t-shirts. Don't forget our Trump No Collusion Day Celebration yes. shirts. They are all over our Instagram, so check out our Instagram too, Get Red Pilled uh, NY on Instagram. It has uh, all our pictures and stuff are on there. New Trump shirt. Mine's going to be in very soon, so if you are watching this, you will be able to see it very, very soon. Yes. So, guys, thanks again so much for watching in. Please share this. Please consider supporting us either through a donation at our website, EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com forward slash donate, or by going to our store and getting any of the stuff you like, EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com forward slash store. Uh, tomorrow, Evan and I are going to be in studio with LaRouche Pack talking climate change with Daniel Burke and one of his uh, colleagues. But for that, I'm Pete. This is Evan. Have a great rest of the night, everybody. And we're going to talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Hey everyone, it's Evan from Empire State Conservative Network. Please check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Also, check us out on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on YouTube at Empire State Conservative Network, on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY, and on Twitter at Empire State Cons. Also, check out our store at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com store for all current and future merchandise to help melt the snowflakes in your life. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.